if you aren't treating yours or your child's OCD with exposure and response prevention, you're wasting your time. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. Join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. And today, we're talking about therapy for OCD called exposure and response prevention and how to help your kid talk back to their OCD. Let's dive in. So thank you for joining me on this series about OCD because we are dismantling all these reasons why people don't get better with OCD because we can get better with OCD. That's why we've got to talk about exposure and response prevention, otherwise called as ERP, and I'll be calling it ERP. So ERP is a type of psychotherapy that is specifically designed for people with OCD. It can be used for phobias, it can be used for anxiety, but it's generally used for OCD, which if you've listened to the other episodes, it's a very treatment-resistant condition and it's treatment-resistant because people misdiagnose it, they mistreat it, they don't regulate the nervous system. You got to calm that brain down before you come in with therapy. And in the mistreatment, they're really doing talk therapy. And the whole thing about OCD and why it's so sticky and not a good way <laughs> is that, and I should, I said sticky, but I should say stinky, right? Because it sucks. OCD sucks. It really like hijacks the brain. It hijacks families. And it's just, it's so irrational. You can't deal with irrational. So many of my families come into me and they're like, oh my gosh, this OCD is like ruling the family and the kids seven. Because that's OCD. It's a tyrant. It doesn't care about you. You're just so irrational. You can't get in there with rational thought. That's why talk therapy is like literally a waste of time, a waste of time. And people will waste thousands of dollars. They will more importantly waste hope and good feelings and positiveness. I mean, ERP puts that OCD down. Now, here's what I want to say about ERP that, you know, here at Dr. Roseanne and also with research, we know that about 30% of people drop out. We try to screen people. They're ready for it. And the reason why they drop out, anybody, Bueller, 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 is because it is hard. It is hard. It is very uncomfortable. And if you're living or loving somebody who, who has living with or loving somebody that has OCD, let me start over. If you are living with or loving somebody who has OCD, you know what a tyrant this is. You know how hard it is. So it's about shifting what we're doing, right? I always talk about shifting and working smarter and not harder as parents. But with OCD, it creeps in there and people ask questions and there's intrusive thoughts. And the next thing we know, we're accommodating and telling people it's going to be all right. And with talk therapy, what happens is somebody comes in and it may appear like anxiety. And if you're not a highly trained OCD person, which there's very few, but you can go to iocdf.org to find somebody, what happens is... We inadvertently feed these worries, right? I talked about a negative reinforcement cycle. So basically what happens is we develop a habit that gets inadvertently reinforced. So our child says, is there a boogeyman under my bed? And, and that's okay for kids to say it. But I mean, this is like serious where you got to perform these rituals and goes on every night. It's not a once in a while. 
So I always like to clarify that. Okay. If it's once in a while, your kid doesn't have OCD. If it's a lot and it's you're really stuck in it, in a pattern with them, we got ourselves a problem here. We got ourselves a situation now. So when your child says, is there a monster under my bed? And you're like, no, there's not. We reinforce it. Where if you were to say, I don't know, how are you going to manage that? And your kid might say, well, check, I'll do this. Okay, well, was there one last night? Nope. Why don't we not check it and go to sleep? Okay. Will you stay in the room? No, I'm not going to stay in the room because you did fine last night. Did you do fine last night? Yes, I did fine last night. So exposure and response prevention, what it does is it's really teaching you to stretch and get those safe exposures. When you do it with a therapist, they are being very strategic. They're not going to start with the monster. They might start with these other little things that you're not even being aware of. So part of ERP is to develop a list of what these intrusive thoughts are, compulsions, rituals that may be surprising to you because once you get in there, you find a little hornet's nest of things. And so that's part of the process. Really, a good intake is part of the process to really understand where this is showing up. But out throughout the therapeutic process, we're really looking for a list of triggers. What are things that activate us? And then teaching the individual, the child, how to talk back, giving it those tools on how to not give in to their OCD, but to be in charge of it, test the boundaries that something bad isn't going to happen when you don't do that ritual or have complete that obsessive thought, you stop it. That is really what it's about. But most importantly with kids, it's about teaching parents to not accommodate because without the right verbiage, you basically walk on landmines. And you don't want to do that. And so when I say 30% of people drop out, it's because you have to push hard and it's a little uncomfortable. Then it gets dramatically better. But many people are so afraid that their child is in distress, but it's a momentary distress. We like to tell people when you have a worry, it's 15 minutes max. Could you tolerate that for 15 minutes? Oh, yeah, I could. It's just this whole mental shift. So it's really about giving you the right tools and the right resources and reinforcing it and holding your hand and guiding you with the right words, the right verbiage. And you know, in our Brain Behavior Reset Program, we have our own workbook. We have parents and kids do that. We test the boundaries we expose in a safe manner and in a lot of psychoeducation. I mean, you've heard me talk about how to talk to kids about their diagnosis. Man, with OCD, we get them to be like, I got this thing. And it's all about understanding their brain. And when kids really embrace it, it's just incredible to watch them soar. It's really incredible. So Exposure and response prevention is a Mac Daddy treatment. It's the gold standard in OCD therapy. I wouldn't consider anything else, to be honest. And we're going to talk about how we use that in conjunction next with neurofeedback, PMF, supplements, other things to calm the brain. Really important so that we can accelerate the process, make it more tolerable. So... If your child has OCD, what are you going to do? You're going to go to IOCDF or you're going to go to drrosanne.com forward slash apply to work with us. And you're going to find a provider who really is an expert in OCD because that's how you put it down. 
Parenting is hard and there are so many ups and downs. Just know that no matter what is going on with your kid and family, even if it's OCD, it's going to be okay. You need the right solution to help your child be successful at home, school, and life. And that's why I've created the Solution Matcher. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash help, D-R-R-O-S-E-A-N-N forward slash help to get the right solution for where you're at. 